Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who can recite the first, middle, and last names of all the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. That's me. Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like John loves John, <laughs> then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. You know, Shay, for everyone out there in the dating world, it can get pretty frustrating trying to hit that first note, you know, that first communication online with someone that you're interested in. How do you break the ice and stand out without looking stupid? Well, for that, there's that a new app out there called Charmed. It actually helps guys communicate better. Which you guys need. No offense. Yeah, desperately. Charmed uses both your friends and professionals to give you advice tailored to your match. Yeah, sorry guys, you can't just trust your friends with this. No, you, you need, need some help. Some of you need professional help. <laughs> for example, the most common opening lines that guys use are, Hey, and you're uh. beautiful. Think about it. If you're the girl on the other end, do you really want to hear you're beautiful? Hell no. For the thousandth time? Hell no. So guys, you got to try this. You got to get on Charmed immediately. It'll make your dating life so much easier. Girls are just looking for a reason to skip you. Oh, the, yeah. These guys are professionals who've come up with a way for you to be classy, unique, sophisticated, and most importantly, interesting. And that's how you're going to get dates. So hurry up and visit www.charmed.app to get charmed. Trust me, your matches will thank you. All right. How you doing, Shay? I'm sick, guys. So I'm nasally and I'm coughing and you're just <laughs> going to have to go with me on this ride. I am so sorry. But you know what? That's how dedicated she is to her craft is that she's sick and she's still here for you. For you. While sick. Yeah. To be with you lovely people. So you better appreciate me, love me, and subscribe. <laughs> All right. So, Shay, most people believe gender roles say that men should be dominant in like all aspects of a relationship. Yes. And women should the be 20s. the submissive one. That's kind of generally what everybody believes. Right. I'd say these roles do not hold true those these days. Ooh. Especially in bed. Oh. I like where this talk is going. Though. Yeah. A common stereotype people like to debate over drinks is that people, particularly men, who are dominant in like their work life, you know, like they're the boss or they're, you know, they hold positions of power. They actually end up being submissive in bed with the logic being that, you know, they get so much dominance in their lives that they just want to let go 
and let their partner take over in bed. And so that's kind of like a little bit of a stereotype that think they think powerful people actually end up being submissive in bed. That makes sense because they finally don't have to be in control of everything and they can just kind of let go. Yeah, they're tired of being in charge. Yeah. They want somebody else to take charge. I'd be tired too. Fuck. <laughs> hey, but I'm living proof that that isn't always true. You know, I'm a very dominant person. I have a strong personality. If you haven't heard him talking over <laughs> me. <laughs> you know, I have a strong personality and at work I'm a boss, but I'm also very dominant in bed. The idea of even being like remotely submissive turns me off big time. So I kind of break that mold a little bit. What about you, Shay? Which do you prefer? So I grew up in the South where like the 20s stuff holds pretty true. Women are seen, not heard kind yeah. of thing. Uh-huh. But if you guys haven't noticed, I'm very loud and don't hold by that standard. Oh, believe me, we've known. <laughs> like when you try to talk over me, I still keep going. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I'm definitely the type of person, like, I will make my man a sandwich if he wants one, but he better fucking say please. Oh, shit. I am not getting someone saying, bitch, make me a sandwich because oh. the place is in the, your right. place in the kitchen. Like, yeah. that's not going to happen here. Sorry, pumpkin. But I am still having, like, my southern roots with me, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty overall submissive in the bedroom. Like, I like saying yes, sir, in Ooh. the bedroom. And does that usually turn your men on when you say yes, sir, and that kind of stuff? Most of the men, yes. There was a couple that were like, uh, please don't say that. Yeah. I'm not like a father figure to you or blah, blah. Right. But those are normally the ones that have kids. So, uh, Like it would freak them out if you called them daddy? Yeah, because they are called daddy by their kids. Oh, like, yeah. I would yeah, never yeah. want anyone to call me mommy because I am mama to a yeah. little one. So I'm not having anyone like i would literally dry up so fucking fast if someone <laughs> said that to me but that's not really i mean it's not like a there's thing. not an equivalent it is no so many more women call their man daddy yeah. in bed and they both dig it i don't i mean i don't really hear a lot of guys calling their mommy in bed that's a little Ugh. weird and creepy Ugh. i bet there's those people though which, oh there's there's people in everything believe me, me. so right. please no yeah no, if you, you can think of a freak or a fetish there there is people out there who are yes. into it so anyways back to my point yes i'm more submissive in that aspect and i prefer to be dominated yeah but don't tell me that my place is in the kitchen like i'll happily make you a sandwich because i love cooking and like bake not say not that a sandwich is cooking but like i like to be in the kitchen i do i enjoy it it's very peaceful to me same thing with when i go horseback riding yeah. or like when i'm on the ice because i ice skated for forever it's just i'm natural doing it and i enjoy doing it yeah but you better use your fucking manners and say please if you want something yeah so it sounds like you want a you know a man to be respectful and especially mm-hmm. you know towards you uh outside the bedroom but you wouldn't be dominated in bed yes please and, choke me and i will call you daddy yes and that's a that's or a common yes, <laughs> line that's a common way of thinking for a lot of women is women want a strong man who knows how to be dominant in bed regardless of how the women might be outside of the bedroom you know i, I think that it's just like a safe feeling and, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, it made a lot of women fantasize about wanting oh to be God. more submissive. Fifty Shades of Grey literally opened up that conversation for women. Yeah, like, for sure. Before it was like kind of taboo. And ever since Fifty Shades, yeah. 
everybody is into it and everybody yeah. loves it and i'm just like what the fuck is going on here but yeah. i love it and not only did it make it more mainstream but it, it made it okay like yeah. a lot of people for their like sexual fetishes and things that they're really into a lot of a lot of people are embarrassed by some of them. They think it makes them a freak or um, or a slut if it's women who like very you know they have like sexual things that are outside the norm. They almost get embarrassed and feel like oh am I am I a slut? They like self slut shame, which is terrible. I think Fifty Shades, um, you know, because I'm a writer. I think from a writing standpoint, it was awful. It was like written in such horrible format, but. Aside from that, it was like a cultural icon. The books were like unbelievable. And I think the reason why, because women like a, they love a love story where you can change a man. And that's, that's kind of what the theme of the whole thing was, but where you can take like a broken man and change him, you know? But I think that, I think that's the biggest, by the way, side note, that's the biggest thing about women. Like the ones that are like, like me, like the empaths yeah, that are like super caring and loving. Like yeah. that was my first mistake. Yeah. I dated a bad boy once yeah. and by golly, I learned my lesson real quick there. Yeah. Pumpkins. Oh, right. Oh, you can never change a man right. ever. Yeah. It's that's, that's a, that's definitely like pushing a boulder up a hill if you're trying to change a man. But it doesn't stop women from thinking that they can or trying. Fifty Shades made it sound like it was possible. And that's why they loved that story. But the, the sexual part about it was it made it okay to be submissive and to even get into some of the, um, the really dominant stuff that they did in there. Now, today we're not really talking about like BDSM. You know, we're talking more about like your gender roles when it comes to being right. dominant and submissive. Mm-hmm. We'll talk one day about BDSM. We'll definitely do an episode about that. I feel that. like you guys are getting excited too with us talking about a little BDSM. Yeah, I'm getting excited just talking about it because I love this shit. But we're talking more about like gender roles with being submissive and dominant. And I think most women like being submissive because it lets them totally let go and rebel against the image society says like a lady should have you know they could be submissive in bed and when i mean submissive i don't mean you're on the bottom and he's on the top that that's not what i mean i mean doing some things that because you're being submissive is what's turning you on you know like him i don't know grabbing the back of your hair and almost like holding you to where even though you're a willing participant, he's holding you in a way that makes it feel like it is against your will. And that turns a lot of women on, you know, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of, there's a lot of things that they're like, if, if anybody outside of this bedroom saw what I was doing, they would normally be embarrassed about. But when you, when you're doing it and you don't feel embarrassed about doing it, that's when you're really kind of embracing that submissive role. Yeah. (laughs) sounds like you know exactly what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah no it's just a lot i really like like i'm the pleaser type of person so when someone is more into like the yeah like pulling the hair or like the choking or like telling me what they want and me answering like yes sir like i love doing that stuff because a i love i'm a pleaser type of person it's just who i am in general not just in the bedroom Mm -hmm. so when i know i'm pleasing the man yeah and in that role, like by doing what he wants and what he says, yeah, oof, 
Yeah, and you know what? That took me a while to figure that part out. When a woman told me that she really wanted to please me, at first I was like, no, 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 no. it's about your pleasure too. And, and I don't just want you to do something because it's for my pleasure. It took me a while to figure out that, no, she's getting her pleasure mm -hmm. by pleasing me. She's actually getting wet. She's getting turned on. And she might even orgasm quicker knowing that she is pleasing you and getting you off. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's very arousing to know that I that like I'm pleasing yeah. the person. Yeah. Like to know that they're aroused by my doing. Yeah, exactly. And and so m more men need to embrace that knowing that hey, if she asks you, hey, you know, tell me what you want me to do. Don't be turned off by that. Know that the reason why she's doing that is because she wants to do those things to you. Because you asked for them. And then by her knowing that it's pleasing you, she's going to get very turned on by that. So being submissive actually can open the door to, you know, more like dirty sexual stuff without it being like hardcore BDSM. Like a fun quote I saw online from a woman commenting about how she loves being submissive. She said, I love the pure sensory experience of being dominated. When I'm tied up with a dick in my mouth, <laughs> I'm in my happy place. I don't care what it Jesus. says about me. Woo! Like, that's awesome. You know what I mean? She, especially her last sentence. She said, I don't care what it says about me. Meaning, I don't give a fuck what anybody, if they saw a picture of what I was doing right now, I don't care what they think about me. This gets me off and I'm doing it. So in a way... That's empowering, even though she's being submissive. Right. You know? And I think that's awesome. More people need to, if you, if that idea appeals to you of being submissive, but you're afraid of, oh, what does this say about me as a person? Don't worry about it. Let go. In the end, the only thing you need to really care about is what you feel about you. You know? Yeah. As long as it's something that you want to do, and this is all consensual, have at it go crazy get your kinks out girl <laughs> right so what you and i just kind of explained because i understand this concept pretty well now it, it took it took a while it was there was a learning curve but because i do now i make sure to do dominant things that give my partner the image like very early on that i'm a dominant person you don't have to talk about it there's very subtle things you can do that will really get her motor running and we'll her show her, right? <laughs> it'll show her that, hey, I'm dominant. Things like when you kiss her, you know, there's a way mm -hmm. that you can kiss her that shows you're a dominant person by mm -hmm. you like putting your hand in a nice firm grip, like in the back of her neck, not choking her from the back. Ooh. But I mean, like you're holding her when you're kissing her or, you know, a little bit of tug on the back of her hair while you're kissing her, you know, or even like a little bit of a light you know, bite on her neck. Those are all very subtle, but yet messages. You're sending messages saying, are, I'm dominating you right now. My favorite kisses are the ones where like he pulls you in to the waist so your yeah. bodies are closer and then yeah. he grabs your neck and pulls you in closer for like a, not a harder kiss, but like yeah. a deeper kiss. Yeah. Right. Yes, daddy. Yes. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, that's proof that it works. All she has to do is think about it. And, you know, the little 
like the sigh or the little moan or or deep breath that she lets out when you do that it's not necessarily because what you're doing is like pleasing her physically a hand on the back of her neck isn't suddenly you know some sort of erogenous zone that that sign of pleasure that she's letting out is because you're dominating her is because you just took like a dominated stance and she reacted very positively to it. That is kind of proof positive that that sort of thing works, you know? Um, other things like, you know, when you're kissing, if you're doing like a nice little makeout session, pushing her up against the wall or doing it up against yes, the door please. when you're kissing goodbye, that is a dominating thing. And it's funny because I think, like, if you think about it, like the person that you've been dating for a while or whoever, and they just give you like a little peck, it's like, yeah. what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Like, it's how you, it's how you kiss your mother. Yeah. Fucking push me up against that wall. Make yeah. this shit passionate. I'm right. not here for fucking crumpets and tea. Yeah. I'm here to be a dirty bird. Fuck me now. Like Right. <laughs> There's guys out there right now who heard you say that that are they're getting a little motors revving in themselves. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> With my stuffy nose and right. scratchy voice. Yeah. It's not just about the passion in the things that you just said. It's about the dominant and submissive, yes, you know, stances. For sure. Is you're you're taking on those gender roles that you, that you both want to be part of. I'm not saying men always have to be dominant and women always have to be submissive. That's not the gender role I'm talking about. I'm talking about if she likes being submissive and you like being dominant, you both have to play those parts. Then you know. Yeah, you have to be active in them for sure. You have to understand the biggest thing is understanding your partner and who you're with and what their role is. Yeah. Like and what they like. If you're both gonna be dominance, that's not really gonna work very well. No, it's like, not. Yeah, you guys can do a little bit of role playing where you switch and stuff, but like it's not in the long term it's not gonna work because you guys get off being dominant. Right. Right. Like one thing I like to do, uh, especially if we're working our way towards the bed or something, is I'll like grab her by the waist and like throw her onto the bed, you know, Woo! like a little bit of a toss. I actually threw my back out once doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I faked my way through it. Even with back spasms, I was still able to complete the deed, but I of paid. Of course you did. I, I, well, because I'm committed. Once you're, once you're there, there's no turning back. That's hysterical. Yeah. Did she but have that's any a vomit, idea? That's a very, I almost get, what's that? Did she have any idea? No, mm -mm. I oh. was able to, to fake it pretty well. So you you took a chapter from our book, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just bit my lip and let it happen. So, you know, and then, of course, like tossing them around in bed, like when you're switching positions and things like that. Th those are all examples of taking on a dominant role. Remember, domination and being submissive isn't necessarily the same thing as BDSM. So when we're telling you guys out there to embrace your submissive and your dominant roles, don't think that we're pushing you towards BDSM. There is completely different ends of the spectrum there. You can still be dominant and submissive without getting into leather and whips and chains and ball gags. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just like probably opened up so many people's ears right there yeah. with all those little toys. Right. And that's good. That's what we're here for. And with that, I think it's a good spot to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 60 seconds. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year, 
Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. There's also a difference between being physically dominant and submissive and mentally dominant and submissive those are two totally different things physically dominant and submissive would be like those things that we talked about like being tied up or being spanked or those or choked those are physically i think it's funny because when i think of spanking i like a good like slap yeah i don't like being hit like i'm not the type that likes my my face being smacked i'm not the type that likes yeah. the spanking to be hard yeah like i like a good like firm smack yeah after i'm aroused yeah i like a light smack when i'm not aroused yet like yeah. to start arousing me yeah when i say spanking i don't mean like role-playing daddy daughter where you put her over yeah. your knee <laughs> and you spank her like 10 times i know there's some people that are into that and that's awesome hey get your freak on do do your thing but when I mean spank, I mean like when you're doing her doggy and every so often you'll you'll give her a Ooh. good whack on the ass. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to do a show in the very near future about pain arousal um, because just like how we said you can be dominant and submissive without getting into BDSM, well, you can do pain arousal without actually being into BDSM as well. Yes. That's that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> All right. Now, on the other hand, being mentally like dominant and submissive, those are things like the person calling the shots, you know, in bed or being in dominant positions, like always wanting to be on top or always wanting to be on the bottom. You know, those those sort of things. Dirty talk. That's all like mental dominant and submissive. Yeah, I feel like I have I've had more requests. Um, to dirty talk though when we're doing the dirty like I've had I guess overall I'm more into a moaning mm -hmm. <laughs> but I have the like my ex loved dirty talk yeah I'm a I'm a visual and, and verbal and and that sort of thing too so, so I like love it, it when women yeah I love it when women <laughs> talk dirty that's a big thing now letting a partner do something to you that you would almost always do for them instead that's you taking kind of a submissive role. Right. You know, like, for example, letting a woman finger a guy's ass. Ooh. Like, I can't do it. And it, it's not because, you know, I don't enjoy my ass being played with. It can feel good, but it just puts me like in a submissive role. You know, a woman fingering a guy's ass is a very dominant thing to do. And especially to a guy. And um, I'm just not comfortable being put in that submissive role. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I guess that makes sense for someone who's so dominant. Yeah. Like, have you had guys ask you to do something like that to them? No, I kind of just did it. Oh, 
You just did it. Well, but you're a submissive. Just doing it is a dominant thing. Well, not like shoving my fingers there, but like a little play around the area and stuff yeah. for stimulation. Yeah. I like to do because I like to give them a full stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> what was the pause there for? <laughs> just thinking of the best word. Like I like to please, like I said. So like I know some of the best pleasure is with anal stimulation. Yeah. While like I'm when I'm giving like a blow job. Yeah. Some stimulation there will really like amplify it. Right. Like a little ball play, right. a little sucking, a right. little anal play but like it's not like i'm not it's not like i'm shoving my fingers in there it's just more of like yeah around the area yeah say yeah (laughs) so like i said if you're letting her do stuff to you that you would normally be doing to her in a in a dominant way that is you taking a submissive role like her fingering your ass or (laughs) like her sitting on your face yeah you might be going down on her and the normal way is she lays on her back you go down on her you going down on her could still be in a dominant way, right? Especially if you're kind of holding her down or, you know, your arms around her hips while you're doing it. That's still a dominant position. But if she's sitting on your face and you're eating her out, you are in a submissive role at that point. You know what I mean? That is true. So those could be things that you could try to see how you feel about being submissive. So, you know, that said... I don't want a completely submissive woman in bed either. I I don't want her to be as dominant as me because like you said, two dominant people in bed aren't going to work. But I do like aggressive women who like talk dirty and they'll moan. Talk dirty to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, And if she tells me what she likes in bed, as long as she's not saying it like she's giving me orders. You know what I mean? Because that'll turn me off. So it's not what you say. It's how you say it. You know? That makes sense. So for those of you that we might have piqued your interest, that you you may be wanting to experiment more about this, a good way to experiment with your submissive and dominant roles is you could do some role playing. You know, not only could it be fun, but it's a good way to test if you like being submissive or dominant, you know? like the daddy-daughter thing or something like that. If you're like, eh, I'm not feeling too comfortable about, you know, taking a submissive role when I'm normally dominant, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's always good to test the waters, but you have to make sure you test it with someone who you trust. Yeah. Because if you go in, like, blindly, someone's going to be, like, smacking your ass and say something crazy and you're going to be freaked out. Yeah. So... Just dip your toes in the water. I promise it's fine. Yeah. There'll there'll be some things that you just find you're not comfortable with. Like me, I'm not comfortable in any way, shape, or form with being tied up or handcuffed or anything like that. Yeah, I don't like being gagged. Yeah. Ooh. Like with a ball gag or anything. Like, no, thank you. I need to be able to scream for help. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's not a safety thing. I'm not afraid she's going to stab me now that I'm tied up. I mean, it's more like, um, although I have dated some women who are kind of psychos that I thought at some point they may stab me, but that's usually not my concern in bed. I feel like being tied up is a very submissive thing, though. It's a very submissive thing. And I love I, being tied up. You like being tied up? I love being tied up. Well, like, then that, I think I have some silk ties in my dresser drawer. Oh, actually. damn. Well, that that proves your submissive nature and your your love for being submissive for me now if a woman wants me to tie her up sure i'm all for it but i don't like it just because in almost every aspect of my life i'm in control 
So I don't like that feeling of loss of control, you know, by me not being able to move my hands. Really? That's not surprising at all. Of course you don't like the loss of control. Yeah. I I just don't like that that feeling. Now, some people may be like exhilarated by that loss of control. Like like you're on a roller coaster and I'm not in control. So what happens happens. And that, that... is exhilarating i think the reason why i like it so much is i'm literally such a planner type of person yeah and like i have everything planned out to a t so when i don't have to plan anything and it's literally like by the seat of my pants in the bedroom like it's so much fun yeah right but you're not gonna know until you test that stuff to to see what you might be into and what you're not a more extreme type of being submissive and dominant is degradation that is like outside of normal submissive and dominant roles. It's 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 sort of outside BDSM. But surprisingly, there's a lot of women that have fantasies about it more than you think. Um, I don't think I know what this is. What is this? It's like gagging, you know. And I don't oh. mean like ball gag. I mean like like blowjobs where you're oh, I hate where she that. forces her to be gagged. I don't mean I the guy that. like jamming his dick down your throat. I mean she's for, forcing herself to be nope, gagged. Nope, I hate that. I hate it so much. I hate watching it. I see it in porn and it like really turns me off. I don't like that like I don't like that sound. I don't like the you know the eyes bulging out of her head and the and the, all the spit that it's creating. It just it's Ugh. it's nasty. But some women love it and and like the shaming in bed or um like facials is kind of a form of degradation you yeah. know what i mean normally it's i don't okay so this is the thing i know i mentioned how like in a previous podcast that like it was about like how great my eyes are basically <laughs> and like i am terrified that i'm gonna get like an infection in my eye oh yeah and like something's gonna happen to him so i don't like doing that and if i if i literally spent time doing my makeup do not fucking ruin it in that way please yeah yeah, yeah. and every porn clip every porn clip ends with a facial yeah and, why is that okay. right uh, well it's for the men obviously because men have fantasies of that and it, it is sort of a now I have come across oh pun intended I have come across <laughs> women <laughs> who who do love facials they actually request it and to this day I still feel like they were requesting it because they were doing it for my benefit but I, I got to think at least one or two of them did it because they really liked the the sensation of it and I, when I say sensation I don't mean the feeling of the cum on their face I mean the um, they were into the degradation of it. And so it's a strange phenomenon, but there is a lot of women who are into it. No, I'm good out. I'm I'm so out. No way. <laughs> I'm out. Bye. Right. Sorry if like I just lost half my followers on this, but nope. Uh, yeah, that one will be a hell no, sir. That's going to be a fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I said, there's a lot of women who are secretly into it. One quote I got from a woman about it she said she used to lie down on the shower floor and let her ex piss on her Ew, yeah i heard a couple people yeah like for the the one was where he liked pissing on her so she said i know it sounds disgusting but it's really not any more disgusting than being cummed on she said i sound defensive don't i well whatever i don't care i fucking loved it so the only thing I can think of, because to me, there's nothing fun about piss at all, was the degrading element of it. They, there are people who are into the degradation of things, you know? Yeah, I, no. Uh, 
Hmm. I don't like it. No. Nope. Yeah. I'm out, guys. Audi 5000. Even though urine is sterile, it's still not. So you're not going to get the infection in your eye. That's the good news. Yeah, but it still freaks me out. Like, I just, no. Yeah. I can't, guys. All right. Just from, you know, being a paramedic my whole career, I've <laughs> smelled more urine than uh, I care to. The last thing I want is to smell it in bed or in the shower or anywhere else. Yeah, I don't want to. I ever like i'm just so uh, not for it (laughs) it's ridiculous (laughs) so i think that pissing on each other is a great place to end this so my closing piece of advice for all of you is regardless of which of the two you're into being submissive or being dominant don't feel embarrassed about it embrace it Who cares what fucking society says you should do or shouldn't do? If either of those two roles, especially if your partner is into it, turns you on and gives you satisfaction to hell with what everybody else thinks. And guess what? If you are doing something in bed that you know society or your friends or family would frown upon, embrace that. And that part of it, that little forbidden kind of element to it will turn you on even more. Yeah, I really like it when it feels forbidden. Yeah. I think that it's one like kind of like how you, when the same thing like when you're hooking up with like a coworker in like the closet. You have that so like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I get that same thing when I'm like, oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Right. But I think role playing goes into that too. Yeah. Yeah, so embrace all that and you'll see how exciting that stuff really can be so that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook i'm john ibrahim make sure to hit me up on facebook and instagram with the username the real john ibrahim and please remember to subscribe to the sex playbook and give the show a five star rating and i'm your co-host shay kilmer you can find me on instagram at truly shay that's t-r-u-l-y-s-h-a-y send us your questions comments concerns topic ideas And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And a special thanks to Charmed and SimplyToImpress.com for sponsoring this episode. You the best. (laughs) Make sure to check them out. They're both awesome. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. And remember, sex sells. So get yourself a hot ticket and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Later, babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.